Ooh, yeah. Pour the wine and tell me it's Wednesday. This is Eric Adams coming in with the Musings of Men podcast. I'm here with my amigo Andy. What up? Uh, not a whole lot, Eric. What's going on? Um, not a whole lot. We're just chatting. So we're talking about relationships and like, you know, chicks and stuff. So continue on your thought process. <laughs> oh, so, well, just what I was saying before was um, I had the thought process of realizing like as I get older and older and you know I'm close to turning 19 and what like like three months or whatever yeah like three months um, yeah three months till I'm 19 um I realized more and more that me on my own as like a person I wouldn't say like I'm proud to be self-reliant but I'm pretty self-reliant that's awesome and I realized that I don't need necessarily need other people. And I realize also that um, it's important to maintain a sort of standard in which yourself you want to not see in other people, but like maintain a standard of people that you surround yourself with. Dude, I'm life. actually very proud that you said that because well, I know for me, that's, something that I've been, you know, thinking about and been on that kind of thought process for a couple of years now, kind of ever yeah. since, you know, one of my last, like my last real relationship that has been my thought process. And I love being, I love being self-reliant independent. I don't need people, you know? No. And that's the thing. Like I realized I don't really need people either. Like yes. I prefer to have people around. That's just me. Like I, I prefer to, you know, have those people in my life. But I realized that I don't really need, initially need it. And, you know, and I was just thinking back to like all the times with like people in my life that, um, because one of the things that I realized that kind of, I guess turns me off to a person is, and I've had, obviously had experience with this, um, is like entitlement to that person's business. Oh, interesting. So, you know how like, you ever have those like friends that you know like you you go up to and they like expect you to tell them you, they, they expect you to tell them things about what's going on with you yeah yeah well i found that like i kind of discovered i mean i guess i kind of knew this but i just was it wasn't really able to formulate it into words but i realized i don't really like that mm. like i i realized that you want to be you know, private my, well, it's not even that. It's like my business is my business and I choose, I pick and choose who to tell it to. Yeah. And I realize if people feel entitled to my business, then they're not really much of a friend. Right on. Yeah. So I think you know, there's very, uh, like there's very few people in my life that I would say have entitlements in my business, like true entitlements in my business. Oh, so, right. That's a, That's an interesting thought. Yeah, because I th and I think it's important to realize that you don't really owe anything anyone. Owe anyone, anyone anything? Yeah. Anything. No, you don't. Oh, like, yeah, you don't, and you don't have. You know, like your friends, obviously, like you, they're important to you, and they're in your life for a reason. But you don't have to. You gotta tell them everything. No, you don't have to tell them everything, and neither should you. Like, there are some things like you can work out by yourself. You can do on your own. Yeah. And, you know, I, think I mean, that the uh, whole idea of self-reliance is important because 
in the end, you really do have yourself. And I feel like, you know, I, because I, I recently, and this will make sense, I, um, I realized that I have a higher standard for who I consider a friend now, because I remember in my German class of all places, um, they talked about my, my German teachers from Germany. And she told me, or she told the class about how in Germany, friends are different than friends that you'd have in like, say, America. With over in Germany, you, it takes a lot more than like a conversation or two and a couple of times hanging out to be considered a friend. Like it's really a big like aspect it's a big deal it is a big deal like to them it's a big deal while here in america you know it's you meet up a couple times and it's like oh yeah a friend of mine like you know yeah. but that's just not how it is over here. and i realized i'm going to apply that to my life kind of going forward about like having a higher standard of people that i surround myself with because um you know, I met some like really, really like just cool people lately that are really, really mature and, you know, like all the way there for their age. And, you know, like you can, you know, know that they're in college for a reason. And I don't know, it just, it made me rethink a bunch of things. That's really introspective and really awesome of you to say. Um, because for yeah, a lot, I yeah. Because I, I realized also, I don't need to be friends with every single person that I meet. And that it's good to know people, but it's like, I don't need like, yeah, friends. Like I just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've always restricted myself. Well, not really restricted myself. It's just kind of panned out this way, but I have a very small group of people who I legitimately would consider, you know, friends and good friends and best friends even. And, um, that group is very small. I, I think, um, that yeah, I mean, we all have a lot of acquaintances yeah. and everything. Oh. Um, but you don't need to be everyone's friend. You got to look out for number one in the end, yeah, because that's, that's all you got. That People is, come and go. Yeah, you know, and it's only you that you really have in the end, and mm-hmm. all that. So, yeah, but it's it's just it was something that was going through my head. It was that's a really great thought. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, it's just the way I the way I think about things. Nice, because um, yeah, I mean, I've I've for for a couple of years now for sure, um, had had that kind of a standard for myself when I met people, and mm. it, like kind of had people in my life. I'm like, I gotta get to know you first before I really consider you to be a friend, and then a good friend, and then and then a good friend. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's different levels of friendship for sure. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, levels of friendship and even just the base level of considering someone a friend, I think. Yeah, it's still for huge. Me has been hot, like, the bar has been raised, I feel like. I'm glad. And also, um, you know, and I won't, I won't go too far into it, but, like, also with just, like, relationships and all that, like, um, college has definitely taught me a lot about, like, what I want in a person. Oh, really? You know, and, like, just, and, I, and we've gone on about romantic relationships on this thing for more times than we and it will life. continue because we're human yeah because we're human and that's you know it's a big part of our lives like too far into it because obviously people out here know like how we view things but just over the course of college too like even in these like four months i've learned a lot about what i look for in like a romantic relationship 
mm-hmm. and I've like really gained a lot of like self respect in that regard. Good. Um, like I'm not, you know, like my because I'm not really like a big like emphasis on like the supposed standard, but like my idea of like a healthy, mature relationship has definitely been figured out and what I want has been figured out definitely nice so you know I don't know yeah. it's just, I think it's I think it's an interesting um way to think about things a hundred percent I mean inversely I would say that I've been disappointed with the people at college because I do to an extent have an idea of what I want you know yeah. I have for 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 a good while now and but but that's evolved it evolves and it changes and I don't really know you know, all of what I want, because I've never been in a, in a good relationship that has given me those things well, yeah, um, most of like, the time, most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. And you can mm-hmm. apply that to also like friendships, so. friendships too, and everything. But like, in, yeah, the, the thing, what I was fixing to say was like the people here, at least for the most part that I've noticed are, I'm just disappointed in, um, you know, like how they, they don't see a lot of the things like re, re, like relationships, friendship wise. They don't have they're not people who I would particularly want to, you know, have be in a relationship with, at least that I've met. I mean, maybe one or two that I've met. But again, across the board, I feel like it's it's um, the prospects are slim at the moment, which is fine because I'm totally content just chilling, you know, waiting for a good thing. Yeah. And one of the things that I came to um, not accept, but like just kind of realize about myself, I'm not because I've made this mistake in the past. Like, I'm not going to let certain like I'm not going to let like friends break my heart. Like because I made that mistake in middle school. I made that mistake in high school. And I just I realized like I don't need to put such like stress around maintaining you know friendships and relationships and like mostly friendships because relationships is separate like different in regard for friendship it's like you know especially in like middle school like I didn't it was always like stressful to maintain it and make sure that it didn't go awry Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah yeah well how did um how has that changed throughout the years of high school then college well, so with high school, it was a start. It was a shift from, you know, because I made the deal with myself uh, freshman year of high school that I was going to change and that, you know, this was a new school, new era of who I was going to be and all that. And I changed that, you know, and then I met like you, know, you and Kyle and trading and all that. Um, you know, so it was like a shift in the right direction and it was an idea of what I wanted in like friends and all that. And then with college, I've applied that even more because it's the real world now and mm-hmm. people are, you know, it's like a bunch of different people now instead of just the small collective group that we had in like Monticello. And I don't know, it's just, it's definitely opened my eyes to what I want and don't want from. Nice. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I met a lot of good guys here too. Um, and, uh, you know, I, there, there are a lot of times that I still kind of, I don't know. It, it 
with the whole with the whole like even even just like a friendship type thing like i do have you know some some friends that i've made here i would say that are you know really good guys like Assad and you know peter and all them um i mean they're few and far between though that's the thing i mean my suite i gotta say it's really great really a bunch of good dudes um but outside of that there's not there's there's slim pickings you know and as far as like quality of people go quality of people and i've preached that on here before um with regards to the quality of you know people here it seems and to even think about like a romantic relationship with somebody i mean there are some days that i would like it but then there are lots of days where i'm like i want to chill in my room and watch miami vice and chill you know by myself um but when you see like 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 I was telling this pre pre pod, but I was um, sitting at dinner the other night with my with my amigos, the, the squad, so to speak. And I look across and I see this girl and I'm like, dude, that girl looks like she could be my wife. And I go over, you know confidently present myself tell her i have a boat no, i didn't do that but um I, 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 she's a gold digger or not you know yeah yeah kind of in a way yeah um i you know honestly that's that's the thing it's like oh you have a boat Ooh, can you take me out on a boat yeah. and i'm like okay maybe not but got her snap got her number Boat, yeah. Yes, emphasis maybe, maybe on the boat. Maybe it's not such a good idea if you know they put an emphasis on. Yeah, it's like my, my my pickup on my go-to now is I have a boat. <laughs> you know, it's but, the school's boat, but uh, I still can get on it whenever I want. And I can take you for a sail. <laughs> I actually did ask the guy who owns the club, I'm like, hey, so I get my captain certificate. Can I take girls out on dates on the boat? And he's like, absolutely. So which <laughs> but Anyway, back to my story, I didn't really feel the need. I didn't feel a desire to connect with her as much as I probably should have. But I mean, I did reach out and of course was left unopened, which is just another um, another instance in the long saga of immature people um, not even telling me no, you know, or um, you could say that like, there's just a lot of people here that aren't aren't there yet you know and it's always been a it's been a common theme that's what i've noticed like hearing about like other people in their friend groups it just sounds like high school it's bullshit yeah some people with some people majority of people are really just chilled out and you know they just want to live their life and do their own thing but Mm -hmm. i think um there's just some people that are stuck in the mindset of high school yeah no it's unfortunate i mean i have to say that a lot of people here are there's a different vibe on campus last time i got back and a lot of people have chilled out or left um and i can only imagine how time goes on that you know only the serious people like-minded folks are going to be left and that's going to be just fine but um the thing is i'm i'm fine just chilling you know um, by myself until, but I mean, my suite, we're all, we're all pretty much, most of us are, you know, we're all, we're all really chill dudes and we're all just kind of there and we're just chilling doing, you know, doing our own thing. Um, and it, it's chill. 
but um, I know a lot of people just aren't there yet, and that's and that's you can't change it. (laughs) Well, yeah, you can't change people, and it's why do you care to change those kinds of people? Mm -hmm. If they're not really important to you, what's the point? Exactly, exactly. Um, Yeah, no, for sure. Like people are, yeah, it's. It's more difficult to find people to, that you want to connect with, but I mean, I don't, eh, you know, I could, I like with that girl um, who I met the other day, like, I kind of got the idea of like, it, it's not really worth it, you know, um, but you never know until you shoot your shot and I shot my shot and I did decent, but at the same time, it's like, what am I going to gain, you know? Is this even, I, I looked at her, I took one look at her and I was like, that girl can break my heart. <laughs> you know, you ever meet someone like that's that? Heartbreak isn't, that's the thing. Heartbreak isn't the worst thing in the world. Right? No, it's not. The worst thing in the world it is, is. It is something like everyone, I think heartbreak is something that like, and whether it's friendship or romantic or whatever, like, I feel like heartbreak is a necessary part of life that everyone needs to learn. Oh, for I feel sure. Like if you haven't had heartbreak in if you haven't had heartbreak in some form or fashion, then you aren't really living life. I feel mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, no, you're, you're like absolutely right. A part of it, a part, I think, I feel like that's just a part of the journey and how people should go about things. You know, like I think it builds character and it molds you into like how you'll be as a person. Mm-hmm. It, it um, made a huge impact on me. I know. And you too. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I remember it broke my heart in like middle school because like I considered some of my friends from middle school to be like the best people in the world. And then all of a sudden the veil kind of came down. I was like, oh, that's no. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not really the case anymore. Yeah. 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 You know, it's like it was fun while it lasted and now it's just gone, you know. and. And it, it really is like, and it's it, it doesn't make me sad anymore. But like, I remember in high school, I'd be you know alone with my thoughts, and I'd be thinking about it, and I'm like that, like damn, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, I've been it, there. It sucks, but it's like you know, you realize it's a necessary part of life, and you wouldn't really want. Andy Glitchin, what? Chilling, we're chilling. Chilling, chilling. Yeah, you glitched for a sec, but we're back. I like what you're saying, yeah, though. I know. Yeah, internet's a little, uh, a little screwy. That's um, fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll but, uh, through. But yeah, um, yeah. But so with you know, like I remember, I just caught myself thinking it was like, and as of late, you know, just over the last like little while, I've been thinking about like you know, all the different kind of like relationships in my lives and, you know, the friendships and the romantics and all that stuff. And I realized like, I've come to terms with the fact that like, I'm not this perfect person. And no one is. I know that no, no one is like, and I, I real, well, it was never, I never had the image of myself of being perfect, but I thought like, Oh, I'm better than what some people, you know, and all, like I thought I was better than, what some would be considered, you know, to be past what some of, you know, like what everyone else does. And then I realized I'm really not. And that, I'm, you know, I've come to terms with the fact that like not everything is going to, you know, like not everyone you meet is going to necessarily, you think is like this, 
you know, person that like you're gonna talk to for the rest of your life, and then you realize no, like you know, and again, like middle school was detrimental in that regard of like, you know, I graduated, I graduated and I was like, oh yeah, like no, like I made the deal, yeah, like and I made the deal with myself and never really looked back, but until like recently, and I was like, bam, like maybe I really did make the right decision in that regard. Interesting. Yeah, it's always good to look back on things and kind of re revisit them a few years down the line, you know. Yeah. And I think I do think back to a lot of the interactions I had in high school, especially early on. And I what the, the mistakes that I made was I just kind of rolled with whoever, you know, would pick me up because I was this, you know, new kid just coming out of nowhere. New kid and in the backpack. Yeah. Oh Lord, don't even get me started. But um yeah, yeah, yeah. you we've, know we've told that story before. We've told it. Go back and visit that. But um yeah, no, it, like I didn't have I didn't really I don't know, I never really felt like I fit in, you know. Mm-hmm. I never felt like I fit in in high school too much. And I always thought that um it was just something with something with me, and I always just kind of felt some some months went by where I was just kind of spaced out. Um, of course, high school now just seems like a blur. Um, you know, four years, of course, great times with y'all and everything. Yeah. And so much growing up happened in those four years. Um, but I, I, you know, I remember the first like freshman year, I was just kind of like rolling with whoever would pick me up and then um, wasn't really hanging out with the right folks. And that's kind of where that, um, standard of like who I wanted to hang out with. I was thinking like, who do I want to be around? What kind of people do I want to be around? That's when I questioned that. And I made up my mind and I stuck with it, found y'all. And I brought that to college for sure. And this first semester I've, I met a lot of people, seen a lot of faces, you know, done a lot of things, but, um, that it, it it's still the same, you know, sometimes I feel like um, I'm, you know, I'm in the right, oh, I feel like I'm in the right place for sure. Um, and some of the people are great, but it it's all about weeding through the people who aren't, you know, and yeah. I think now I'm definitely more finding people as of late that are, you know, that I want to be around and that I want to have, you know, friendships with and everything. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's all taken shape and it'll continue to take shape, but how do you feel about maintaining connections to, um, you know, people from your past and people you don't, you don't see every day and everything? Um, I think it's important depending on the person. I feel like, like the majority of people in high school, obviously I'm not, not gonna like because I didn't really know a whole lot of people in high school. Yeah. I mean I knew people, but I didn't like wasn't really friends with a whole lot of them. And mm-hmm. you know, obviously with Charlottesville, like you know, a lot of people are gonna be, you know, staying in that town and going back is gonna be weird every once in a while. You know, but it's it, I think it's important again, like it, it's important with based on who the actual person is and who they were to be or how you felt in regards to them. Right. I think it's important to um, maintain certain relationships with people. Like I try to make a point to maintain a, a, you know, the friendship that we have 
and yeah, you know with yeah. Kyle. That's, that's something that I feel draw to too. Like I, I put a lot of like wanting to maintain and keep up because you know it's like I feel like all the good times we've had together. You know that that didn't just mean nothing. Like we bonded. Me, like as a, what's up? We bonded. Yeah, yeah, like we did, and it was one of those things where I'm a man of my, like when I say something like I I mean it like you know like I don't like you know how there's like the old saying of like oh you know I don't say this to anyone else and right although you know but like for me I really mean that like when I say hey, you know like oh you know like you're a special person or you're one and whatever you know like that is specific to you like right. that's just that's not about something that i just say to people to appease them like mm-hmm. if you are special to me if you are important to me as a person i will say that to you and i will mean it like i mm-hmm. will just drag you around because i don't really have time for that i have better things to do all that bigger fish stuff. fry yeah so no 100 like i'm yeah I, when i say I, i've made it more of a conscious effort to not so so i you know in the past um I did make the mistake with several people of telling them things, um, t- kind of overblowing things more like, Oh, you mean more to me than I, than I actually value you, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, you know, in during high school, I kind of switched. That. I was like, cause originally I did it to be completely honest. I did it because, I wanted to keep those people in my life. And then I realized that that was was kind of an untrue selfish thing to do on my part, you know? And so I learned from that and I grew and, um, you know, when I, when I did that in high school, I started like, I'm only going to say things that I mean and that's it. You know, like if I tell you that, you know, you're special to me and you're somebody who, I genuinely value in my life. Who you want to spend time, you know? Yeah. And that 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 like, I I do I I say that now, um, for sure. Coming from a different place than I did, you know, four years ago, whatever. Yeah. Um, You know, you grow, you mature, you you learn. And, um, yeah, I mean, like with you and with Kyle, like y'all mean the world to me. You really yeah, do. Same goes for you guys. Like, it's not just like, like when I said the things that I said to you before um, you left for school, like I meant that. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. have, and that's the thing too, like with you guys, like I genuinely believe you guys when you say that, because what ulterior motives could you exactly? Because <laughs> we don't see each other every day. No. Not like we used to. So there's mm-hmm. no like, you know, there's no like appeasement there. Cause like if we really didn't mean anything to each other, we would, just delete our numbers and move on, again, you know, move on and get on with our lives. And no, like I, I genuinely think like, you know, um, you and people like you guys are true. So nice. I yeah. appreciate that, man. Yeah. And the same goes for you. Um, I, one thing I've noticed just uh, this pop thought, pop thought it into my head, pop thought, pop thought popped in that. Yes. Um, yeah. So, you know, a lot of people have a lot of hard, have a hard time letting go of people. Um, I myself have always been, have really easy time. of just cutting people off. Um, 
How do you view that? And why do you think people have such a hard time with cutting people off um, and getting rid of because, toxicity? Well, I'll, I'll divide that up into two different things. Okay. It's like letting people go and then letting toxic people go. Um, with letting people go, like there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, obviously. Like that's just the nature of life. That's, that's the nature of how human relationships are. Like there are just some times where you have to get over it. And I'm really glad that you actually brought this up because yeah. with, um, you know, like different friendships and relationships in the past, like, you know, like I have one of those things where with, um, you know, and I've gotten into it before, so I'm not going to like, again, like I'm not going to reiterate what I said 20 episodes ago, but like, for me with like relationships and all that um you know not to like get into my business or whatever but um i i put it i not credit myself but i put like an emphasis on that i i don't like someone easily Mm. well how do i word this like i like you're a slow burn it's it's kind of like I you know like I I get attached really really easy but mm-hmm. then I don't but then I have a hard time letting go and I always feel like a devotion to that person. I have the same problem. And it, well, it's not really. In some aspects, it's been a problem, and then with others, it hasn't been the same like, deal. Rather, yeah, but it's not like there's some relationships that you know like I. I'll think about, you know, years from now or like, you know, from like years ago and I'll be like, oh, and this goes for both romantic and mostly friendship than romantic, but, you know, like I'll just kind of be sitting there. I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of miss that actually, you know, like I still think about that person. um, And then I realize that there's a good importance. There's a big important factor in the fact that, you know, sometimes people just aren't supposed to, not aren't supposed to be in your life. They just don't. They don't belong. Be well, they don't, I guess it's, you could put it like that, but like, I'm saying it more in the sense of like people just, there's just some people that just don't fit into your life. Unfortunately. Oh and yeah, definitely. I, yeah. yeah. Like I, I feel like there is, um, you know, a big emphasis, you know, at least from where I'm, you know, how I view it is on, you know, like the long lost friendship or the long lost love or whatever. It's like, you know, I feel like with people like that, they hold on to those things because it is a sense of comfort and nostalgia, which nostalgia can be really, really dangerous. I feel like that could be detrimental to someone's growth and you know like a little here and there isn't bad but i realized living in the past is not how you do it Mm-mm. um and you know it it just yeah it's just i think it's just like a comfort spot for some people and you know they aren't really willing to like kind of move on from it you know right. all, all that and um yeah i mean you know it it um it is an interesting way to think, I think. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I, and with nostalgia, like I, I'm always kind of a, a, the kind of person who thinks about the future and who thinks, you know, beyond the present moment, which, you know, it, it can be good and bad. 
Um, but there are some times when I do reflect, like when I'm taking walks at night or whatever, I will reflect. That's when I do the reflection time, really. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there is a healthy amount of, you know, nostalgia that you can have yeah. about it, like mm-hmm. being like I think powerful. about I think about Charlottesville sometimes and I think about the people I knew and you know the places that were familiar and everything. And I don't miss it. Um, I, I, I mean, sometimes I'll miss the peace and quiet of some of the aspects of it and some of that, but I generally don't miss it. And I feel like what some people do is they do find a lot of comfort in those things, and that's what keeps them there. That's what keeps you them know? from really going out and exploring the world. So like, that's... that's-, that's- that's actually um that's a good point. Like I I really do feel the same way about Charlottesville. I think um I didn't think, think I would feel like this at first. I thought like oh I'd be missing it and all that. But then I realized like I got out into the real world and I met like other people outside of Charlottesville and I realized that there's a whole range of stuff to go and experience. Oh yeah. And you know like with with Charlottesville it's like okay yeah it's cool to go back and visit every once in a while but I don't really want to be there. I don't want to like, I wouldn't want to stay there for the rest of the month. No, I knew for sure when I moved out finally again, like I knew that it wasn't where I wanted to be. And when I got here, it was, it was right back to where I wanted to be, you know? And the, the thing with that is like, I had, a, I, ha- I seem to always do this where I have a vision in my mind of what I want and what, I desire and I have in my mind, I have a clear path to it. And whenever that happens, if it happens, I always find myself thinking like, yeah, this was the right move. Like I feel good about this. Rarely do I feel like, Oh, I didn't make the right move. I know a lot of people around here are definitely reconsidering. Several of my sweet mates are like, I don't want to come back. I'm transferring, you know, to Tampa or to wherever it's like, yeah, that's their deal, of course. But I tend to make very calculated decisions about things, and that might play a role in in that, you know, in knowing what I want, and then and knowing what you want out of life, and yeah, and then having that come to fruition. Like I find this is really interesting too. You might vibe with this. Like I find um, one thing in my life that I value a lot is stability, comfort. And, um, gosh, I was thinking of one more word, but like, like, um, uh, so envision this. So you know how I always talked about having like, um, white picket fence, nice house, family, you know, dog, all that stuff. The, the ideal like suburban lifestyle. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's something that I value, you know, I mean, at the same time of owning a boat and living on that or whatever, but that's a separate deal. Well, what do you think about that? I mean, there, there's different people who think differently about that. Some live like to live more on the edge, like yourself, different things. Yeah. That's the thing, because I, you know, this hasn't really changed. This is like, actually probably been emphasized since I've gotten to college. Oh. With the lifestyle that I want to live and how I want to do things, like, I realized I don't really want this whole, like, family-friendly, whatever, like, way of living I kind of want to be able to go and do what I want to do with 
who I want to do it with. Like, you know, like I want to go hike up a mountain. I want to learn archery. I want to fucking live on a farm and ride horses. And I want to, you know, move to a city and experience city life and, you know, live in a studio apartment and be an edgy writer, smoking a cigarette and reading fucking Hemingway and wearing all black and all that shit. Like, you know, I feel like that would be really cool. And I just, I I want to experience different aspects of life. And I realize family in that regard wouldn't really be, yeah. that would hold me back. I feel like. Well, when I talk about that, that's more of a fair, like a for a further future thing. That's something that's a goal of mine that I, I just don't know what it is in me, but I want to be a dad one day and I want to be the yeah. best, best dad in the world. Like I have that in my future somewhere. I know right now I'm not going to be, you know, some just re- like prior to that, a big thing of mine is I need to get out and see everything the world has to offer because life is so short and I'm not going to let, you know, those like, I mean, that's one of my reasons for wanting to live on a sailboat and sail around the world is because you can have a family and do that and you can go and you can live your life. You can, you know, go spear fishing and you can live off the land and you can go hike a mountain and you can, have all these crazy adventures and while at the same time accomplishing all of your other dreams that there's so many different ways my life could go that I would still be happy with. That's the thing. Like there's just so much. You'd still be happy with, you know, know, I, but I've definitely eventually settled down. Yeah. Like, I mean, but the thing with settling down is like, I not necessarily, um, I don't know if I will. You know, there's, I love moving. I love traveling. I love all that. You know, and if I could live on a boat and just people do this, they just cruise, you know, and they find a way to make a living, but you know, something like that, that's valuable to me. Yeah. But at the same time, having like a humble abode to go back to and that comfort is also valuable. There's, there's um peace of mind in the form of like a house and family. All that. Yeah. Yeah. Like you want, you want your house to feel like a home and whatnot. Um, yeah, I, you know, like, I don't ever really see that being appealing for me. I mean, I want to, you know, like, I want to do all this stuff and have all these adventures and, you know, like, like, I want to be able to, like, when I'm 40, you know, like, if friends of mine from 20 years ago are like, all right, let's get on motorcycles and go across the country. Okay, yeah, let me see if I have a month I can put aside from, yeah, or something like that. Like, I want to yeah. be able to you know, go off and just kind of do my thing. It's like, oh, no, I have to worry about Andrew Jr., the second fucking whatever's thing. Or, you know, like, I can't because the kids have something or whatever. There's, like, a family event. Like, I want to be able to just be like, okay. Yeah. Like, a very spontaneous lifestyle. Like, not really have, like, a set plan, but, you know, I Mm -hmm. I can definitely kind of, like, you see my life going a bunch of different ways and then being happy with that. Yeah. I definitely think in my twenties, which I'm so close to now, it's like, I definitely want to, I just want to live it. You know, I want to, yeah, I want to go, go out, out there. And... I want to, you know, I don't want to get my heart broken anymore. Although that seems to be the pattern. Yeah, um, we'll but... get it broken a couple more times and you have a couple stories. Yeah, I will. <laughs> um, and you know, I, but the thing is I went up as I, I, I will, I will not allude to this any further. Um, than what I'm about to say, but you know, in college, I've had experiences. I thought I would things I didn't, I, I've done that. I never thought I would do. And it's part of that, you know, just kind of a little bit of a, of a, a wild streak in me that I'm coming to find out 
is something. And I'm living that way as well as um, also I want to, I have these things I want to do for the future. I'm a very motivated person to do, to like get ahead, to do all the things that I want to accomplish my goals. And so whatever that might be, I'm going to do it, you know, living on a sailboat, traveling the world and, you know, seeing all the crazy stuff that's out there is definitely on the list, you know? And I mean, I can, but, but the thing is like, um, there's, there's just, you know, there's just too, there's not enough time in the day, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, so you, and one thing I would have to say is like, um, definitely a lot of personality traits of mine have, you know, definitely been amplified and, you know, like you said, since I've been here, like I'm for sure that I do not want to live in a big city. And I'm for sure, and I knew that before, but it's been even more pronounced now. And um, there's a lot of aspects of my personality that I'm finding are, um, you know, amplified, which is an interesting thing. Yeah. When it comes down to it. But yeah. I don't know. I'm finding more and more that, like, you know, I'm just, I, I, I just, I want to have a very, kind of just not out there lifestyle wow very just like not wild necessarily but well, i mean if it's if it turns out that way then that's the interpretation that it'll get but really i just kind of want to not have it all planned out and just kind of be like all right let's go do this or go do that or have this experience because yeah. like half my college experience is like okay we're gonna go to the middle of the woods at three in the morning on halloween and you know hang out and see what happens and then I got chased by a guy with a machete, but that's a different story. <laughs> oh, you know, shit. Yeah. That's a whole, that's a whole other thing. Well, um, you know, or like, you know, helping someone change a blown out tire at five in the morning after doing an all nighter and, yeah. you know, or running from campus security or, you know, just even like stupid shit like that. So, yeah, no, I mean, I'm definitely, I'm definitely doing some of that as well um, for what that's worth, but there, yeah, I've, I've, uh, yeah, I've had some wild nights thus far, and you know, college is the time for that, um, along with other things. But um, I think I'm definitely, I, I definitely don't need it. Like, I don't want it, or well, nor do I need it. Like some folks seem to. Yeah, I'm definitely more mature than the majority of people here. And it's very evident and very visible in the interactions I have. And maybe I'll just next semester, maybe I'll meet some amazing people and we'll become real close. Um, but, you know, I've been doing that too, but um, there's just, I don't know. There's a lot of people. It's, it's a party school at the end of the day. Um, and there's a lot of wild folks doing a lot of wild things. And it's interesting to think about where they're going to be in like 10 years, you know, cause you never know. Well, well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, I think it's a, it's, you know, it can definitely subject your expectations as far as that stuff goes. Um, if you think about, um, you know, like some people will turn out exactly the way you think they're going to turn out. And then some people are going to have like a complete turnaround and be nothing like you think. They yeah. Like, like it's crazy. I value, I don't know why but I value predictability and stability. And maybe that's just because that's 
Well, it's something I want more than what I've, what I grew up with, you know, to the best of my knowledge. Um, of course, things for us were never easy and we did go through some uncertain times um, and hard times as well. And, but um, naturally I gravitate more towards a stable life where every day I can get up and peacefully have a cup of coffee and listen to the birds outside on my green grass lawn and all that. Um, but for some people, I know that, I mean, for you, like the city life is, and I met a guy from New York city and we worked on a couple projects together. Um, and he was telling me about how he just missed the pace of city life. And he missed the, the just endless, endless stimulation and, you know, just endless opportunities and things to do at all hours of the day and night. And that's huge for him. You know, like yeah, he, like he and, you know, constantly being around mm-hmm. people. And yeah, he all, gets energized all, by it. Yeah, like, you know, that sounds like awesome. You know, like I yeah. loved going to New York City as a kid. And, yeah. You know, I, I think, like, that's kind of like how I am with, um, like, not country life, but like, I don't know, like the um, like the kind of life that I had um, like from the very little that I remember of like Georgia and well, not necessarily Florida, but like Georgia and you know being in North Carolina for the summer. There's not, you know, for me personally, I don't get anything out of those places. Like I find it to be really, really boring and mm-hmm. unsettling in some. <laughs> like I, you know, I don't really want that. I kind of want like. Not the, um, well, I guess unpredictability and just the spontaneity of, you know, like either living in a city or living in a place where it's like, you know, you'll go out one night and you don't know if you're coming back the next morning kind of deal, but like a fun way. Yeah, know? no, for like, sure. Like, I don't like, know. You know it's like, oh, I met this group of people and then all of a sudden I wake up in a bathtub full of ice and my kidneys missing. Yeah. See, that's something so, that I could never. That would be a story. Yeah, that would be a really fun story, no doubt. Um, But you see, the thing about places like that, you know, I find there to be peace and I find there to be quiet where I can think and I can just kind of live and I can vibe by myself and I can just live peacefully and live, you know, I don't want to say slowly, but there's a different pace of life. You know, as you even especially like living in the South and everything like there is a, a lot of a different pace of life than if you go up north. And I know most of the people, at least in my, my class, are from up north. And it's very evident to them, like people like me, they're like, you know, wow, y'all are like so relaxed and not worried about all this other shit. How is like it's 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 a really interesting thing to actually hear about. You know, because a lot of people have experiences that are very different, um, you know, where they grew up, what they're familiar with and the pace of life and the way that people are in different places of the country is, I think, fascinating. Um, but, it, you know, that's just one thing I love about living here is the pace of life is different. But then it's also kind of strenuous because you have a lot of people who aren't used to that. And then I have to live around them. Um, but I love learning about other people and their cultures and where they come from and everything. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting, but I definitely couldn't, I was, my mom, I called my mom there night and 
we were just talking and she was, she was kind of like thinking, she was questioning me about, you know, Oh, how have things changed your views on things changed as you've been in college. And one of them was like, like, could you ever see yourself living in a city? Cause now you live in an environment that is more, I should say not more city like, but it's more of a um, communal living environment, you know? Um, and I, I felt very, I still feel, I feel very firmly that, you know, I, I much rather enjoy a quiet, peaceful, I guess you could say country lifestyle. You know, I, I like, I, I'm fine in neighborhoods too, to an extent, but I love having my own space and land and grass and, you know, a shed to work on things in and whatever. But it's interesting to me how that has been amplified for sure. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Right. It's all too slow for me personally. But if that's how you want to live, like I'm not going to. Again, I think it. it I think it co- uh, um, corn, uh, correlates correlates with our different set of values and what we well, what we want to live with. It's what we want to get out of life. I think is that. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. That's the, that's the divide. Not the dividing factor, but that's just what's different. Like that's the. Yeah, the, I want to live a life full of adventure and full of I you know. Too. And all you know, I think even our ideas of adventure and fun are two different things. Like yeah. Mine is taking some mysterious pill from a stranger that I like <laughs> and <then laughs> up on, you know, a pirate ship in the middle of Madagascar. And, you know, and then yours is like, oh, I'm going to go surf and then go to the botanical gardens. And yeah. Bro, see, life. if I did what you did, I would freak out, dude. I literally wouldn't know what to do with myself. I would literally be freaking well, out all the time. I would just kind of like look around. I'm like. I could have made different decisions, but I'm not going to live with them. Yeah. See, I try to calculate those decisions very precisely and be like, do I want this outcome or that outcome? Definitely not winding up in some stranger tub after taking the daggum pill and having my kidneys done stole. That's not what I want. But hey, that's your life. I love that. I I think as we grow older, it'll be really interesting to see, um, just the different things that we do and the different ways that our lives will expand in our lives. Will, yeah, you know, the different ways everything can kind of expand. Out. Yeah. It'll yeah, be fun to visit you in New York or wherever. Yeah. That would be sick. LA, New York, fucking it's all Seattle, on the table. Washington, DC or any of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's all on the table. Yeah. It could be fun. Yeah. That sounds like fun. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I'd still, I have no idea. I mean, there's so yeah. many things, you know, you can't That's choose right, one. Yeah. Like, and yeah, college is for exploring all those different things. Um, seeing what you want to do. Yeah, seeing what you want to do and everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, it'll be really interesting just, you know, in 10 years when we're doing this podcast, yeah. I want us to, we're definitely going to do a reflection on college and we're just going to see how I know for sure when we look back on you know, the four years it was college and the four years it was high school, just the amount of change in each of those four years and then combined, it's just going to be astonishing. I've seen, you know, like kind of the story of, you know, all our lives that. thus far. Yeah, yeah. Like the, you know, the, the chronicling of our lifestyles and what we did and how we're going to do it. And it's going to be wild. People we've met along the way and people that we've lost and, you know, all yeah. that yeah. cliched stuff, you know, I'd, you know, it's cool. Like, I think it's it's a fun, exciting. We're living. 
we are living you know yeah we're living it's kind of crazy so um i won't disclose too much but one of my buddies um his uh girlfriend that he had for almost two years dumped him today i felt bad for him dude but um it was it's tough for him so there for him supporting him whatever and it just reminded me of how much things change and how much people change in it, you know, in time. That's what it made me think of for some reason, you know, that's, that makes me think of like, um, you know, and I'm not, I'm not going to go too far into this and whatnot. Um, I'm not going to go like into too much detail because it is like my business, but, um, you know, like I was thinking about, you know, do I miss, people or do i miss who that person was yeah that's a thought because i feel like because it's the thing so it's like okay a year two years three years go by and you're like oh i really miss this person but are they the same same person anymore they could be they very you know if you reach out to them and you realize mm-hmm. nothing's changed then cool then you know your feelings were not validated but they were they had grounds or whatever yeah but then you know more times than not you know you you know, you reach out to this person after all this time, or you, you know, you come to the realization, you're like, this isn't the person that I, I knew all those years ago. This, you know, is a completely different person than maybe you like that person and maybe you don't. Maybe that's yeah. just, yeah. Which is, you know, it's a hard realization to come to when it's the person that you don't know anymore, but dude, it's just kind it of to learn. I tell it you, it sucks, but it's a necessary. Yeah. Aspect. it is it's an, it's an aspect of like you know human growth and realizing okay we're all different people now and in some terms it gives you closure yeah. almost where it's it like it, but the yeah, thing yeah that's that's what i realized it, it does but the thing is like if people change so much then but so you would have to break it down into what age groups do you change the most in? And then what after that, you kind of just stay the same. Cause I know by age seven, pretty much your values are set in like, that's like at, at age seven, your values and your moral compass, so to speak is kind of set. And then after that, you go through a long period of like maturing and growing up and all that, and then figuring it yourself out, which takes probably, for a lot of people, you know, they might reinvent themselves several times in their lifespan. Um, in there over the course. Yeah, but it's, it's really interesting to think about, um, you know, because if you marry someone young, say like 20, and um, I know people in my family do this. Um, I will not be one of them. <laughs> but they marry young, and they marry at a time when, that that it's like a time of the most change i feel if you're going to college for instance like we are a lot of people change in a lot of different ways during that time you know and it's just so fascinating to see but then when you get out of that you almost don't recognize a lot of people from what they were you know a couple years ago to what they are today me myself personally yeah i don't really change that much is what I've found. I'm just kind of the same person. Of course, I grow and evolve, but I'm generally I'm just kind of the same dude overall. That's that's how I am. Like I, 
I kind of, I learned to get over myself and are, you know, mature and I yeah. you know, figure out different things, but like, I don't, I try to maintain like, you know, like I, I try to be funny. I try to, you know, like still maintain like the signatures of my personality while still being able to grow and, you know, become a new person. Nice. become like a maintaining the good parts of like you know old me and then adding on new bits that benefit it's so important it is yeah, yeah. I, feel, I you know and i think it's very 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 important yeah for sure like you know um in ninth grade i I had like, you know, and you know this, I had a really stupid sense of humor and I still do True. now. <laughs> yeah, it's evolved and all that, but you know, it's still maintained. It's yeah. Stupidity in a good way. In like a funny mm-hmm. way, you know, I'll, I'll just like blurt random shit out and then people will just go along. With it. Yeah. Or, you know, if like someone, if someone says some like stupid shit, I'll just go, I'll just play off and I'll just go along. With it. Yeah. I I can't really I I don't I don't really know how to describe my sense of humor, but you know it, obviously. Yeah, very, and it's very like what's the word? Um, not dry, but it's a very like kind of practical. Kind of like pop, it's kind of like that pause, and then you laugh. Like you have to think about. Yeah, it. Like, yeah, it's. It is. It's. I like it. I do. I do too. And that's. I, I like. I, I can appreciate that sense of humor. It's. Mm-hmm. Um, I like your sense of humor. That's something I really like about you, man. Um, that's always always made me laugh. Is all the all just the stupid shit that you would say. Like all the stupid shit. Like <laughs> yeah. Like, like, do you think dogs ever get jealous of cats for having opposable thumbs? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Cats all have opposable. What the fuck am I thinking? Yeah. No. Or, it's. You, know, you think dogs ever get self conscious about? you know, the tail size? <laughs> like, do you think, Bruh. do you think, like, like, and this isn't a derogatory term, do you think, like, bitches care about male dogs as tails or whatever? Do they? I mean, it's a question. See, that's the kind of yeah. thing that you, you well, just crack I mean, me up. My favorite thing is, um, <laughs> this, it's stupid, but it's stuck with me, is we were in the car one day, and you're like, if you press the gas pedal and the brake pedal at the same time, your car takes a speed. <laughs> Which it's, it's yeah. Stu- like, I it's mean, very, just stupid like, shit it's like very, that that I say. It's stupid humor, but it's it's one of those like, yeah, that's actually pretty damn funny. Yeah, yeah like, I know, um, dude. Like my friends in college right now, it'll be like, you know, like they'll make shit, like not make shit up, but they'll just be like, you know, like. I wonder how barbecue sauce would taste on my dick. And then we all just like sit around and we're like, you know, I think about that sometimes too. And he's like, really? <laughs> Let's try it. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's, um, it's interesting yeah. how I, yeah, I wonder what, what forms the sense of humor in, in well, a person. I mean, like yeah because like i feel like it's the people around you but it's also like what do you find personally funny yeah like i always joked like one thing <laughs> that i heard really funny recently that um i told a person or two was <laughs> i 
<laughs> black midgets have to worry about road rash on their dick. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like sitting there thinking about it, and I'm like, maybe they do, you know? Cause maybe they do. Yeah. I'll let you figure out why that's funny, but you know, that's yeah. <laughs> you get it. You get it. It's hilarious. Um, it's just like, things that I think about sometimes just pop in my head randomly that I'm like I've never thought of it that way or that is hilarious like why haven't I yeah. thought of it yeah. or it's like <laughs> like I remember I heard some dude talk about like oh do you think it's St. Jude's they ever like give the kids like a wax or whatever <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's so bad. I'm like, maybe they do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe, I don't know. They get like their daily head wax. <laughs> I tell you what, though, if I, I was bald, they would dress up as bowling balls for Halloween. Oh lord, <laughs> that's sick, bro. I tell oh, you what, though, if gonna, I this was, gonna, this is gonna come back to bite me in the ass in like five years. <laughs> hey, it's like, up to you if you want me to take it out or leave it no, in. No, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick by my word. Hey, yeah, it's good. It's good to stand by. You stick with your guns on on a lot of things, you know. But and we also, I, yeah. So my whole thing is also, and this is going off a bit off subject. But if you don't want to, if you find something offensive, then don't listen to it. I was just about to say. I was literally don't about to say exactly. To like I was just about to bring up the entire thing about you know Chappelle. Yeah, Chappelle. Like, dude, Dave Chappelle, my man. Sticking by his word, and people he, are defending him, which I the really thing love. is. He identifies and isolates a lot of problems in our society. And it's really interesting how people react because you have people who can't take a joke. And when they can't take yeah. a joke, they lead miserable lives. And you see it too. They do. You know? Yeah. And oftentimes they're very stuck up and they're very, they yeah. can't get over themselves. Yeah. And they're basically like, oh, you know, why would I? Like, it's not funny for this, this, and this reason, instead of understanding that it is, in fact, a joke and it's meant to be taken not seriously. I mean, if you're taking everything seriously in life, then you're not going to have a good time, are you're you? Not have a good you know, time it's ridiculous. All, yeah. Like, laugh, yeah. laugh because laugh we're, at yourself. Yeah, laugh. I laugh at myself daily. I'm a yeah, dumbass. I, I make stupid shillings the whole time, you yeah. know? But um, yeah, it's hilarious. Like, I mean, you, you got to learn how to, how to laugh and how to live, yeah. you know? And it's very important. I know we've talked about this before, but like, what if we go into stand-up comedy? I was thinking maybe I should figure it out. But like, if you if you start something like that, it's not something that you can just stop. You kind of have to keep going and keep pushing. You know? You there, dude? You there, dude? Are you there, dude? Are you there? He's geeking right now dude geeking dude andy's buzzing hard yeah are you there fucked up what the fuck? <laughs> we're back out, we're back we're back we're back we're back yeah nothing nothing happened nothing happened totally didn't. <laughs> um yeah but people just need to like people need to chill out people need to chill i out. feel like i think it's i'm also a big believer in and um, this is going to sound, and I'm going to explain why I'm going to explain my position, but this is the only way I really know how to put it. But I'm all about like equal um, shit giving. Yeah. Like, I feel like everyone needs to get shit on at least once in their life. Mm-hmm. If we are to achieve true equality, this is how we do it. For sure. I mean, that, that's just, that's just how I, 
I think you're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, people in high school would have never seen me doing what I'm doing now. It would never see me do half of the stuff I've done because they always made the assumption and the joke that, oh, he's just this dumb surfer, you know, snowed or whatever. And you never even smoked weed in high school, which I find you do People fun like, oh yeah you smoke a lot of weed oh man I don't even actually don't you know it's like i don't know things like that and the fact that they would just kind of assume based on so, me that i was you know very much that way that inclined and um that i was disinclined toward academics when in fact i'm a science major dude i'm a freaking marine science major and i love it and i'm stoked on it and i can do math now like who who would have thought yeah. And I got I got shit on a lot in high school for that, you know, but but it's fine because I can take a joke. And so it didn't bother me, you no, know, like and the thing me. is, too, when some of the shit is true and you just don't want to admit to it, at least it's even more funny. Like, I remember a friend of mine now. I remember the first like I asked him, like, oh, what did you think about me the first time you met me? Like first time I ever walked over and said hi to you. He's like, man, I thought you smoked a shit ton of weed. And I'm like, that's pretty fair. And he's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Or like, he's like, man, you were kind of an asshole, but you're kind of cool now. And I'm like, I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate honesty in people. It's huge. It's huge. It's like, oh, you're kind of a motherfucker, but you're fun to hang around with. Yeah, same to you. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You know? know, It's good. It's good. It's it's a good thing to to have. Um, (laughs) Being able to kind of just like admit to yourself like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I can be this I can, way. I can laugh at myself. I can. Yeah. I can maintain. It's. Oh. It's. I think it's very essential, especially in today's society, to be, um, to be self-aware enough to like accept that. Yeah, and just look at yourself and be like, yeah, I'm this way, or yeah, I have an issue with this, this, and this, but we're chilling. You know, to be open, to be honest, to be vulnerable about those things, you know, it's it's important because I think if we all did that, we would live in a much better society. Yes, so where we could all get along a lot better if we all just kind of admitted to ourselves and to everyone around us. Yeah. You know, these are my faults. These are my weak points. Um, and I'm not perfect. I think that if you, if people would say the phrase like I'm not perfect and yeah, these are, if you could identify the issues that you're dealing with, then, you know, and just be open and honest about everything. Um, I feel like, you know, You'd everyone be would be along. everyone be, I mean, I'm, Everyone I think would be a lot happier between us. Like, I, I feel like I'm much more willing to give a lot more details to a lot of more aspects of my life than maybe you would be. Um, which yeah, in, it's in different. Some cases, it's different. You, so, so what I'll say to that is that isn't untrue. There is so with some things, and this isn't with with like opening being open with people being vulnerable like i have no problem with that it just depends on the thing because right. i'm under the guys i'm not guys but i'm under the mentality of for me personally and i'm not expecting other people to be like this of if i can handle it myself then i'm going to just handle it then i'm going to do it myself yeah you know, and then if it's something that I need help with, you know, I'll begrudgingly sometimes, depending on what it is, I'll like, I'll reach out and I'll, you know, I'll admit to you or I'll admit to whoever. It's like, yeah, like I really did. I've gotten better about that in college too. Oh, and for sure. I've gotten a lot, you know, and there's, you know, of course there's things like I, 
don't like on here like I don't there's a lot of things that I don't talk about in, like my day-to-day because you know it would expose other people not expose but it would put other people like out there and I wouldn't want to do that and mm-hmm. you know there's just there's just some things that like I just don't really want and there are things like I want to say to you after too that definitely I'm glad you brought up of you know like it's just you know, like I'm vulnerable with a lot of things in front of a lot of people, but those are things that I really want to be vulnerable with, or I need help with, or I need guidance. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure, man. I totally get that. I have a huge problem with not asking for help. And when I need help too, like when I need it the most, I'm the most resistant to it. Like, I I mean, I, I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. And I feel like I'm much more, I'm f- I, I embrace the fact or I embrace the possibility of, you know, having a public, a more public life. I would enjoy that, I feel, in a way. But I got to say that, like, you know, I went so I, I went to just for the hell of it, really. I did a couple sessions of like counseling or whatever, you know, just why not? And. I, what I found was that I don't need it. Um, there was a time where I was at my wits end um, due to my situation, which I have explained on here. And this is the thing I explain in detail. I'll do it on this podcast about pretty much any aspect of my life that you asked me about almost. And I don't know why I just, I feel like being an open person and having kind of a, for me, you know, just kind of living in that way and letting people in on yeah. everything. I'm fine with that. I, I like it. Being very front up with people. Yeah. I mean, I like it too. I like it with people that I know and that I can trust. I think mm-hmm. it is um, important to maintain transparency and all that. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm mostly the same way, but again, I feel like if I can handle it myself that I'm going to do it myself. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's like in life and when I have problems and issues i never look to anybody else because i always just try to take my own advice and try to just sort it out myself it just seems to work better honestly but then inversely i find myself um helping other people out with all their problems which you gotta learn how to separate your problems from their problems and kind of compartmentalize that and then just have your stuff going on you know you there, dude? You chilling? You there? Yeah, yeah. yeah there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's, Did you hear what I what I said? I heard bits and pieces of it. Yeah. So I mean, basically, like, um, you know, I, I'm always basically like I always help everybody else out with all their problems, and then you got to learn how to compartmentalize that and still have your own kind of issues that you're working through, or whatever, at any given time. You know, Still, yeah. Like yeah. I tried, I tried counseling one time, and I just, I, I didn't find it helpful because I found that all of the things that I have a problem with, I just solved myself in a good way. You can just, you realize. Eric. Yo. Eric. Oh. Yo. Okay. okay. We're here. Damn, this internet sucks. Yeah, um, your internet's ass. 
yeah, you're not but, wrong. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, I mean, it's, I, it's important with realizing that you can have self reliance. Yeah, I love being independent. I love yeah, that. I do too. You know, yeah, I do too. Just being self reliant really, it, it it always has for me. Like, opens your possibilities. It opens you know? up a whole range of stuff you can do. Yeah, it's crazy when you don't rely on like somebody else for your income. Like that was that was huge for me. You know, when I could just rely on myself and like, oh, how much do I want to make? How much do I want to work? You yeah. know, and then oh, where do I want to go for college? What do I want to do? Being self-reliant and just finding a way to make it happen. It's a lot of people struggle with that. They do, yeah. And they'll eventually learn. And... Yeah. We we hope. We hope. Because I feel like if if people in general were um just more self-reliant, because there's a lot of people I've I've been meeting who can't even, you know, they have a hard time quote adulting. Or whatever. Yeah, the the idea of being an adult. Yeah, it's like scary to them. But the thing is, I love it, and I can't get enough of it. You know. I mean, how how do you feel about that? I like it. I mean, I I didn't really. There wasn't this big like shock when I came to school. Like, I like it a lot better that I can just do what I want to do and go where I want to go. Mm-hmm. You know, but like with with my last year of high school, I drove myself to school. I drove myself to work. I made my own food. I bought my own food. I had my own social life. You know, I was just chilling. Yeah, I was just chilling. Like I, you know, and everything I worked for, I bought and paid. I bought everything that I bought and paid for was of my own volition, of my own. Same here. You know. So yeah. Isn't it a great feeling? And if oh, more people is, yeah. did that, if more people did that, just how much it's better? It's crazy too. Like the people here that are like, oh, I've never had a job. Or like, I was talking to somebody about like labor shortage. And I was like, there's no labor shortage. It's just people don't want to work these like really shitty jobs. And I'm like, oh, but I don't get why someone wouldn't want to work a shitty job. And it was like, try it out, asshole. You like, haven't done it. But no, those people are the backbone. Did. Those people are the backbone of America. Exactly. Yeah. Like you've never been a part of the working class. Yeah. And they've never been on a fucking apple orchard in the middle of fucking fall. Someone's screaming at you about fries and apple cider. And I wonder where the ice cream is. And asking where the ice cream is. And you can't tell them, turn your fucking head, you inbred. <laughs> and then, you know, then you will go get your ice cream. Yeah. And then they'll ask you, know, why is the line so long? Or why this is like that? Or, you know, it's like, I don't have. The hell do I know? Why is it so expensive? Because that's how much you have to pay. Like, this is how much it costs to feed you fucks. Like, <laughs> no one told you to come up here and spend the money. No one told you to whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. Know? And then people that don't understand, like, oh, why do they, you know, why do they, like, I can't stand people that mistreat fast food workers and food workers in general. Oh, yeah. Like, that really gets under my skin. Like, because mm-hmm. every time it's like, oh, I'm going to go back there and, you know, you know, teach them how to do that. I'm like, do you know how stressful that is when you have yeah. sucky management, when you are out of something or you're backed up and you don't have any s- staff, you know, it's, it's stressful. Yeah. You know, and it's stupid. It is. Yeah. I mean, the reasons I left it, but. Well, yeah, that too. And then it's also like. And know, that's why people don't want to do it. 
Well, okay. And I'm not even talking about food service, like not all about food service. So like, you know, or just like a job in general, like people have never had to deal with really shitty coworkers, mm-hmm. or deal with shitty clients, like, you know, in regards to you and, yeah. you know, and it, they just, it's funny. Had those and, the, and it's funny. And it's like, oh yeah. Like my parents bought me my car and I'm like, lucky you. I was like, lucky you. I had to go out and buy one myself because my dad mm-hmm. was like, you know, and I tell this to pretty much everyone. It's like, you know, I go to my dad one day. Hey, I really want a car. And he's like, all right, go get a job. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works I'm in the like, real world. You know, That's how we were raised. Like, you know, and I was like this dumb 15 year. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I was like, okay, cool. Like I didn't, cause I wasn't raised with the mentality of like, you have to buy me everything. It was just like, yeah. You know, like, cause that was a new aspect for me. He's like, yeah, go, if you want mm-hmm. this, just go out and work for it. And he's yeah, like, I, mean, I will drive you to your job until you get a car. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I mean, like and my parents, my ass off. exactly. You know, I mean, we know the grind. We know the deal. Like my parents we told know, me we from, know the grind. We know from a, from a young age, they were like, if you want yeah. something, go out and earn it. I shoveled snow. Old. Some people don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I were mean, you worked at an app orchard. 15, yeah. 16 years old, you know? Yeah. I mean, I was working. Yeah. I mean, it was weird. Like I was, I was, I was hustling when I was like an 11 year old shoveling what little snow we had, you know, and I would make like, I made 200 bucks in a day. Once I went out and I, I forget what I did with it, but it was all gone. <laughs> you know, I wasn't, yeah, and then you're like kicking yourself back. Then you're like, yeah, yeah. Put into a savings but, account or crypto. I, yeah. Or I mean, or crypto something. dude, like, but, but the thing is, like, learning the, that work ethic, learning the value of hard work will get you the things that you want. That is so essential and so real and such a thing that a lot of people have no idea about. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, like, that's that's the thing. Like, people are like, oh, I ran out of money. I'm just going to go ask my dad for my mom and dad for more. Yeah. Or, like, you know, people that, like, eat out all the time. Like, people that, you know, can afford Chipotle and then have it delivered by robots to my to your front door yeah <laughs> like i'm using my meal swipes because that's what i fucking paid for mm-hmm. yeah you know, i'm like, using my meal swipes every day yeah like it's obviously like or you know like you can tell like with some people like fucking buying candy out of the vending machine i'm like okay i have to do this this and this and if i give out this so much i can buy it this many times and i don't have to do it again for but like yeah you know, like you don't have to like plan out your finances mm-hmm. and i'm not saying like we're better off for it but I feel like we're going to have better money management skills in the future. Oh, no. And like, I, I remember when I was growing up and I, I used to spend every penny that I earned. And then when I needed to save for a car, that was it. I was like, all right, I'm going to change my mindset. And now I find it hard to let go of like five, 10 bucks. And I'm, a, yeah, I'm a, I have, I we, we both have great money management skills because we have life experiences. You know, we know yeah, what money yeah, means. Like, yeah. And that's the thing too, like with, um, with money this year, like I, I, you know, like I obviously I'm going to have fun and I've, you know, spent quite a bit of money, but it's not like I'm just going out and doing stupid shit like all the time. Like I, yeah. I use that money to have fun and I, you know, it's good kind of fun. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely. Do. I mean, like I found a way, you know, cause I have my car here. I do Uber eats and stuff and I can make a good amount of money, you know, over a couple hours, a couple days a week doing that kind of stuff. And that sustains me enough to put gas in my tank and to get me and do, do things I want to do. Yeah, you know, obviously exactly. it's in the shop today. Quick update on that for y'all. I went over there and 
all the insurances approve everything. They're going to pay for it. I don't got to pay a penny out of my pocket. And in a, like when I come back from Thanksgiving is when they said they would most likely have it done. So oh, we're nice. chilling and I'll be able to go and make more money again, which is going to be really nice. But the funny thing about money management, the other weekend when I went out, um, this is my first time ever going out anywhere. I was like, look, if you want me there, then you got to pay for me to get in. And they did. It's 20 bucks. I mean, that's no joke. Like, I don't want to, you know, you don't want to fish. I don't want to pay that. So if you want me there, I will show you a good time. But you just got to get me there, yeah. you know? So it works. I'll give you the time if you foot the bill. Exactly. And yeah. they did. They did. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, just something that you can do. Um, Taking advantage of people 101, Aaron. <laughs> Dude, that's the first time I've ever done that. I'm like, look, I will be a riot when I'm there. But if you want me there, if you want the experience of me being in your presence while all this is going on and while I'm on, <laughs> then – you foot the bill. Yeah, you got to you got to foot the bill. Yeah, <laughs> which is yeah, that's it was great. Otherwise, yeah, I would have I mean, gone home. You do it, so I would have gone home. Otherwise, but hey, we're chilling. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a moment. It was a moment. Good times. Good times. Yeah, I'm trying to grow our Instagram a little more too. It's been semi-successful. Gained like three or four followers over the last couple of days. Yeah, we're up to 47. Yeah, no, we're growing. Like, yeah. y'all, check out the Instagram. There. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to post more. I got to post more stuff on there. Yeah, we got to post more. We got to We gotta be more. Yeah. I actually opened my personal account to be a, a public account just because I want to do that. I want to get verified, you know? Uh, I want to yeah, get that I'm blue check. Because, like, I don't ever post on my Instagram because I got yeah. weird about that sort of stuff. Like, I don't... Mm-hmm. I like to share the good aspects of my life and inspirational stuff. I like to share that and spread the word about things I'm passionate about. I feel like that's a, it's like, I want to be an influencer. I made it to the beach and didn't get eaten by fucking crabs. Like, yeah. I mean, how cool is that? Like I want to share yeah. the cool stuff that I do and I've seen and I'm whatever, but yeah, yeah I mean, Honestly, you'll just see me posting like stupid shit on my story, <laughs> dude. I want I want to post more on the musings of men, just stupid stuff. I do too. Like I, my problem with that, or not my problem, but like the thing that I have with that is I don't know what to post because I don't know what'll land and what'll not land. Like we just got to try stuff out. It's like a picture of you know, because like, I have videos on my phone that could like get me in trouble, like right. Like, like getting like a job and shit like that. It's like, you know, you don't want to post that. No, no. Like I don't want to. And he's glitching and he's glitching. What? There you go. You're, glitching. you're back. You're oh, glitching. you're glitching. Now you're blonde, glitching, bro. Blonde, motherfucker. blonde monkey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Pasty ass white boy. I'm actually tan. Thank you very much. Yeah, whatever. Dude. I'm golden brown all year. Well, I'm golden brown and bleach blonde because the sun, dude. I live in South Carolina now. And you're going to have skin cancer when you're 30. I lived a good life. Not a long life. (laughs) But I took care of my body even still. Oh, my God, dude. It's still going to kill you when you're young. Only the good die young. Only the good die young. You heard that. Something interesting I have to say is that 
I'm comparing my diet to everybody else's and I'm finding that my diet is fucking great. It's amazing. Like a lot of these people, all they're eating is like fried food, you know, the shitty burgers and fries and like, you know, grit, like boneless wings and cookies and sugar and all that pasta and pizza. And I'm eating salads, acai, freaking all the good home uh, home stuff like healthy shit what do you gotta yeah. say so i have a horrible fucking diet i know you do like, i went through <laughs> recently i went through a period of where i would feel sick and i came to the realization at dinner that i feel better when i have a glass of soda what the- <laughs> and i and that's the thing and i have that exact same mindset of like I'm just, I sat down, I was on, like, I was with a table with my friends, my stomach was hurting, I take a sip of soda, and then it goes back to normal, I'm like, oh, that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> like, that's, that's kind of fucked up. Like, yeah. That's, that's not good. Um, that's you know, wild. Like, but I do go to the gym almost every day. And I okay, do that's run, good. like, a few times nice. a day. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> look at them, look at them bass yeah. around that wall. Oh, yeah, Ooh. so. Which I I'm can't do that. To, yeah, I'm up to um, almost 30 pounds. Like, oh, uh, nice. Yeah. I haven't hit the gym at all. But when you come up here, um, we'll definitely go. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's therapeutic for me. Like, nice. it's, it, like, with the gym, I love even just being like in the gym. Like, I look forward to it like almost every day. Like, nice. you know, going on like the elliptical and doing weights and doing like leg press and i can mm-hmm. almost do um 300 in leg press well that's crazy yeah, like i have i have some sexy fucking nice dude. um yeah upper body's okay and you know like core stuff so what's what's interesting is that like my body doesn't really change because like i eat a lot of garbage and i eat really healthy too sometimes but then i also work out a shit Time, right. so it just kind of bounce like there's no real change just kind of like i'll maybe gain a few pounds here lose a few pounds there but then right like, it's over six miles or i'll go eat but then i'll go and like eat a bunch of cookies and i'm like okay i'm not gonna change yeah yeah i don't get to the gym but i surf i skate and i walk a ton yeah. you know and all of those things are yeah, just walking is walking huge, i walk huge. 10 miles a day it's great it's so good for your health but like it is yeah i, I try to like live I've been really successful actually at living a really healthy lifestyle and feeling great. And I can tell that like, and my roommate, you know, bless his heart, but he is the exact opposite of me when it comes to just about everything. Like he's a homebody. He eats horribly. He sleeps all day, you know? Um, he's a, he's a really, really nice guy. Really good guy. Um, really awesome to live with super chill you know i sing praises to him um but it was really interesting he came in the room today and he was like hey like i don't dude i'm always tired all the time like i'm just i can't i'm always sleeping all day like what's up with that and i told him this really interesting statistic that i learned that food now so it's what you eat a um and then b it's the fact, so it's all he eats is basically fried food, boneless wings, he orders out, whatever. And what's really interesting is that our food today has about one tenth of the nutrient value that food that our grandfathers ate. 
And so we therefore need to eat more of so that one carrot in 1950 can sustain you as much as 10 carrots today. So that's why we have like an obesity problem in this country is because people overeat. Bingo. And the thing is, we didn't really have to watch what we ate back in 1950 because we got more nutrients and more organic food. And so how this all happened uh, as a scientist, I was curious. And what happened apparently was that the crop, so our population obviously boomed and the crops needed more land. And so they used to have these crops. They would space out the crops on the land. They would rotate fields and all that stuff to, you know, have, you know, give the field a rest and, you know, make sure that they're the proper nutrients in the soil that would then go up into the plant and have nutrient rich food. Whereas they crammed all the corn together. I mean, corn used to be spaced out, same with everything yeah. else. And now it's so crammed together that, that with like mass farming and feeding yeah. these people, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it takes now, well, yeah. So now the soil and the soil is being overused too. So now you don't have the nutrients in the soil to transfer to the corn. And so now the corn, like if, so I, I think I heard like one corn in 1950 is equal to like 35 corns today in terms of nutrient value. Oh. So you're eating more. And so you're eating the same amount as you would in 1950 now, but you aren't getting the nutrients you need. So you feel tired all the time. You can't think right. You can't exercise. You're just, you're exhausted because you don't have the energy to do that. You know, there's like, it's, there's less of an emphasis put on like natural, more, I guess just more natural ways of eating and really a more healthy, organic lifestyle. Well, that and the farming processes nowadays are so much, are infinitely worse than they used to be. Oh, it's a lot worse. You know, I mean, you're cramming in, you know, food, you're not giving fields rest, you know, and the, the meat industry is a whole nother thing, but if you eat lower on the traffic level, so traffic level goes, you know, primary producers, primary consumers and all that, a cow is a primary consumer. A primary producer would be grass that they eat or lettuce that they eat. Now, if you eat on the same traffic level as a cow, you're going to have a better chance. Is that, is that the legend Justin Blue himself? So what's good? Hey, what's what's good? Third time. What's going on? We're talking about uh, essentially food chains and eating lower on the traffic level. Um, but what I was fixing to say was like, if you eat the lettuce that or the corn that a cow would eat, you're getting more nutrients in that than you would for if you, you know, if you fed all that to the cow and then you ate the cow. I guess that's the argument for, you know, being a vegetarian. I'm not one. So no. I love meat too yeah. much. But that's just an interesting concept that I thought about, you know, and that's why like we don't have as much energy today is because and we don't, we're just overall unhealthy because we'll process foods, A, and then B, the way that we farm our foods and the way that we get our foods now. It's just, it's crazy to me, really. Yes, it is, Eric Adams. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I don't know what's been going on. I'm trying to think. Um, I don't know. I, I just been getting a lot of schoolwork done. Oh yeah, it's been here. I'm gonna step out for a minute. I need water for sure. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
have you been, Eric? I've been good. I've been good. Um, been studying a ton. I had a wild weekend last weekend, which I'll tell you about later. But um, at the end of the episode, yeah, post post pod, post pod. But um, <laughs> dude, like, it, it's yeah, weeks are flying by. Thanksgiving's coming soon. Mm-hmm. It's good. Like, I've just kind of been studying a lot and been chilling. You know, yeah. it's so cold today. It was like fifty-two. Yeah, is the high. It was crazy. It, it's been really cold here too. Like, dude, I just, like, I, what was the low temperature for y'all this morning? Uh, I think it was in like the thirties. I can't remember. Ooh. Mine was like forty-five, and I stepped outside, and I was like, "Nope." Yeah, that's nope. what I'm saying. It's just so cold. <laughs> so cold, dude. I I don't know what it is, but like, like literally two days ago it was like seventy-five and sunny. I don't get it. What's going on? What's going on? (laughs) I think what what I figured out was that there's a area of low pressure Mm -hmm. that's sitting off the coast, which is often cooler and draws a lot more moisture. So hurricanes, for instance, are low pressure systems, which is like um, low pressure equals kind of rain and cloudy weather. Um, And so we have that sitting off our coast and it's drawing a lot of air from uh, Canada and like up in the Northeast, drawing it down the coast. And that's why we're right now experiencing cold temperatures Yeah, on our side of the block, pretty much, especially in South Carolina. Like it's, it's ungodly. <laughs> we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. So, I got you. Yeah. But uh, how have your classes been, man? Like what's, what's been going on there? Uh, They've been okay. I mean, I mean, like, I've been getting good grades and stuff, but dang, history. Oh my gosh, I have to study so much for that final exam. Uh, what's the class that you st- like? If you could pick a class or two, what's the classes you study for the most? Um, I think musics of the world. I think interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I study a lot from sociology too, though. Hmm. Are you um, historically, have you been someone who's like always studied and done better or just not really studied much in, in overall? No, I have never been someone who studied. I went through high school. I did not study until I took chemistry in high school. Oh. And, <laughs> and I literally, literally, like, I would not study and get like A's and B's and wow. to see. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just don't study. I mean, even now I try to study. I study way more than I did like in high school, but like, I still don't study. Like, right. Try, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like in, in high school, I didn't study much at all, um, yeah. except for chemistry pretty much. And I got like A's, B's, C's, whatever. But then when I got to college, I, started studying anywhere from two to four hours a day, mostly wow. on math and marine science lecture. Those are the two that like heavy hitters, you know, I so got you. I, I to study math, you know, so much just to do decent. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just how it is, but I am understanding. So it's, it's really a good feeling when you get a concept, you know, when you understand, but yeah, when you, when you maintain, you know, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> your ability to um <laughs> yeah ah yes you know exactly what our conversation is kind of weird <laughs> i don't know um i know we, i know i get i get the gist of it i get yeah the, you get the gist of it for sure so yeah interesting thought this is probably the I don't really want to say this now. I'll probably say it for the end of the pod. But, yeah, uh, save it for the end of the pod. Yeah, I was, I was like, oh, yeah, we got, lot, we got a lot to catch up on later. Um, speaking of wrapping it up, what do y'all think about cruising on out of this? If you Do you have anything else to say? Because we've had a great dialogue. Oh, I, I think this is – I think this has been the best one we've had in a while. For sure. Last week was crazy. You weren't there for most of it. Yeah, no, I was <laughs> gone. But uh, we, we yeah, had him. I was there, right? Yeah, you were there. I, but you I wasn't there. attentive. I was just kind of sitting there. On my yeah, you were Wait, chilling. I was there, right? Yeah, you were there. Yeah, you were yeah. there. Yeah, you were there, and yeah, I was I at the side. We had some amazing conversations there. We did. I don't we remember did. any of it. You can listen to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the beauty of podcasts. Yeah, Actually, I, that's what I want to do. I want to just sit down and we listen to all these podcasts because. Yeah, go for it. As everyone should who's listening to this right now, go back and listen to all of them. Yes. So we can get big on Spotify and then make money off this. Yes, we need that. We need more listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, honestly, I was thinking about this pre pod, but like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life is create with too. you. And like yeah. with Kyle and with everybody, Kyle, yeah. like Kyle said he would be here, but he ain't here. So imagine not showing up to the podcast, like Dude. Oh, Justin, you're just another black guy. it's the podcast. You gotta be in, bro. I'm showing up every. But this is legit something I want to do. Like I draw so much joy from creating and from doing stuff like this. Like yeah. this yeah, is I mean, what I want to do with my life, regardless of whatever yeah. happens. Podcasting is definitely something I see, and like I, I don't have my own podcast now, but it's something I see in the future for me. Yeah, so I just I, I want to. Yeah, like I mean, we we talk about this, Andy, like the Umbrella Corporation yeah, and the grand yeah. scheme of things. There's so much that can fit under the umbrella, so to speak. Um, and this podcast is just one part of it. There's so much to expand. Yeah. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. You know. Yeah. But so it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be real cool. Anyway, um, media. Do you have a media? Um, as of so lately, I've been listening to um, I've been getting down with a lot of um, like this is sound weird, but like like well, actually, um, trying to think because like there's a bunch of different music I've been listening to, but nothing like too heavy. Um, no, <laughs> I um, on my runs I listen to NWA. <laughs> you do not yeah i do yeah i do and i'm like huh so that's what it's like (laughs) so it's that's hilarious pretty interesting um give it a listen yeah give uh give fuck the police a listen or straight out of confidence it's it's good shit it's it's fire beats dude (laughs) yeah that's crazy 
<laughs> Yo, um, bro, you should see me last weekend, bro. <laughs> dude. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, what's our uh, what's our quote? Quote of the week is as follows. Um, uh, my uh, my man Assad said this this morning. He's like, "It's cold as shit out of this bitch today, ain't it?" <laughs> so that's our quote of the week because I thought that was awesome and very yeah. accurate. Today yeah, is geez. ungodly freezing, you... but um, so there's that. No, so. Andy, who is who is your dude of the week this week? My dude of the week? Yeah. Um, probably uh, friendly weed dealers, honestly. They're the most uplifting people. <laughs> Man. Like nice. I always have like a good experience with like pot dealers, and they're just like the nicest people. That's great. That's great. They're just trying to live their life, and I'm trying to live mine. You know. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, not like just not even not even like as late. Just in general, like just all my experience has been like really really nice, and they've just been chilled out. And that's yeah. good. Just be careful for all the stuff that's laced with fentanyl these days. Well, that's heard like about that white trash hillbilly stuff down in South Carolina. Yeah, yeah it's around. Here. It's around. Very, it's very prevalent here in the Myrtle Beaches. That's crazy. Yeah, no, like people at our school, it's scary, you know, like people don't want to get stuff because, like, yeah, you don't unless it's people who they trust because, like, they can kill you. Like, yeah, I know because, like, a lot of people have, you know, died, and unfortunately, some folks at our school have been affected by lace stuff and. Damn. It do be like that. So just be careful, yeah, folks. Now, now, now is not the good time to try cocaine. <laughs> yeah, but, um, baby powder. Um, yeah, yeah. But good weed dealers. All right, that's sweet. My dude of the week would have to be um probably. One of the lunch ladies. Okay, so I, I go in. I go. I, I think her name is like um, Danielle or something. And I, I go in the dining hall every day. <laughs> Andy's not here. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, long story. It's like anyway. Yeah. Um, so I always get like the same acai bowl because it's so healthy. It's so good. I get mango, yeah. chocolate, and coconut. Dank, right? And I go up there today, and she's like, let me guess, mango, chocolate, and coconut. I'm like, yes, ma'am, you got it. And she was like, I know you. And a couple of the other, like, so it seems like most of the people who are in the dining hall hate their lives and do not want to be there. Yeah. Um, But there is a select few who are like, I genuinely enjoy this. And one of them is super nice. She always asks me how I'm doing. I think her name is Jolene. And she's always oh, coming cool. up to me. She's like, hey, how are you? Like, how's everything going? And she, like, has tries to have a connection with me. And, like, yeah. you know, I, you know, I find that to be so sweet. So that, that's my that dude. That's really cool. It yeah. Yeah. It's refreshing. Yeah. Justin, who's your day of the week since you're here? Huh. I do. I think I'm going to say. 
Good weed. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Ain't nothing better. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. All right, Eric, what's your uh what's your moment of the week? Moment of the week. Um gosh, you know, it, it's kind of pathetic, but Every week I look forward to my visits to the body shop where my car is at just to check up on that's, things. That's such a, I mean, you know, it's, it, that's my, that's, that's my baby. That's my baby. And I, I love her and I need, I want her to, to be fixed up good. And she is in good hands. And I did get to see her today and I talked to the lady and she's, she's real cool about everything real nice. And um, she was just giving, just telling it to me straight, giving me some facts. Being like, "Look, when you get back from Thanksgiving, car will be almost done. We'll have it up next week on the jack, pulling out the dents, everything, doors off, whatever, fixing the suspension. Here's what it needs. Here's what it costs. Total came out to like over eight grand of damage. Yeah, but it's fine because insurance covers it all. So that kind of gave me peace of mind, you know, to know that um, after everything's said and done." you know, everything's going to be fine. Like money wise, the car is not totaled because it's still valued at like 15 grand, which is dank. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to know that everything's going to be taken care of and I'll be able to drive it home for winter break and that everything's going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just happy about that. That's my moment of the week this week is going over there today and just my baby, is she my baby? But yeah. So only a month, it's fine. We're chilling. Not, Andy, not what is your moment of the week? My moment of the week. Um, it's a good one because honestly, it's just getting my schoolwork done. Nice. That's pretty much it. I mean, yeah, I think that's valuable because like I, other things, but I want to get a job in a little while. So, you know. oh, nice. Where do you think about working? Um, possibly uh, in the library. Nice. That's like awesome. Reading and books and all that business. So it's cool, man. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Justin. Yeah. What, who, what is your moment of the week this week? November 3rd. All My right. Birthday. Oh, happy birthday, dog. How old are you? You're 18. 18, big one eight. All right. No more uh, statutory rape kids. <laughs> None of that for you. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. I'm glad, you know, hope you had a great birthday and everything. Yeah. Yeah, right on. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for this week's episode. Good yeah. two hours of the musings of men for this week. We'll be back next week with more um until then thank y'all for listening follow us on instagram at the musings of men and um yeah shoot us an email you know the musings of men at gmail.com if you want um all lowercase of course and until next time stay stoked be good now justin you say something peace all right (laughs) (laughs) later y'all all right